And then these little things. Okay, so Dankam. Affirmative. Affirmative. What are we smoking tonight? We've got strawberry. Switchblade. Switchblade. That <laughs> was a really remember. good band in the 80s. I can never remember that, but this looks amazing. It's tight as fuck. It really is. For an outdoor plant, they're really stacked up. Oh. Yum, yum. Then we've got a banana punch. Banana punch, yeah. Oops. Let's bring that there. This is frosty as fuck. Yeah, I get it. This really is frost, nice and frosty. Nice little ginger pubes. And then we've got Tropicana cookies. The perps. The perps, the perps. Look at that. Yeah, the perps are showing up a lot this season. The perps used to be so rare, and now it's it's so dark. Mm. Mm. With gold mm. flakes. And the smell on this is absolutely amazing. And then wow. for dabs, we've got some rando dab. We are not quite sure where it came from, who made it, what flavor, but there it is. Yay! The studio is a dab magnet. <laughs> the studio is a dab magnet. And then I need to brag on the food because I popped into African Smoke Head Shop. Mm. Um, to borrow the item we're doing for Shitolit this evening. And I discovered the Blue Rabbit Bakery. Now this is absolutely amazing. This is, it looks like honeycomb, but it's not. It's freeze-dried mango. All the terpenes have been... Um, um, preserved. Preserved, that's the English word for it. 
Yeah, you'd think I'd do English well enough. And then these little things here are skittles, freeze-dried skittles. So the, the toffee inside like explodes and puffs out. Absolutely amazing, nice and healthy to take with on a hike. They're lightweight. We've got freeze-dried toffees, uh, marshmallows, ice cream, guys. Freeze-dried ice cream. Dale's itching for that ice cream ticket. Buzz has promised me he's going to do us an ASMR into the, into the microphone, crunching down like into these this. Um, biscuits that have been freeze-dried, uh, they're like s'mores cookie vibes and you know, Crazy stuff, absolutely though. amazing. And the stuff starts reconstituting mm -hmm. in your mouth as you're eating it, so it goes from this nice crunch, like biting into a cheese curl. Just add saliva. Into, mm, the ice cream gets creamy in your mouth yeah. and and this stuff is affordable. It's like 25 bucks for a small bag and 50 bucks for a big bag and yum. Let's do a quick sound check yum. on it though, quick. Do it. So this is what the mango sounds, the genuine, I think it's going to sound like honeycomb. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a hard, yeah. spongy texture, yeah. like yeah. a yeah. seed, like those things you pick up on the beach. And then when you start chewing into it, it starts getting soft and mango. Yummy, I'll say that much. So, uh, so thank you very much, Blue Rabbit Bakery, for supplying us with our snacks this evening. We are very grateful. Delicious. These skittles taste like those 80s fruit candy that you used to get. It tastes like rascals. Mm. Psychedelic mm. rascals. Mm. Mm. <laughs> rascals in space, eh? Ideal munchy food. So guys, before we get onto this week's CBD and N and high five guests, please remember to vote in the Zol poll. Uh, would you rather harvest early or take the risk of rot for something a bit better? So, in this week's CBDNN, uh, this really came up and, yo, these guys have been coming up more and more and more. Uh, Bifasa. Yo, hi, Bifasa's barking at Sopra. Uh, Bifasa, the Black Farmers Association, uh, have issued an intent to shut down SAPRA, the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority, using a legal and direct action. The next big step for Bifasa in exposing the mess that SAPRA has caused to our pharma cannabis industry. Uh, they would also like to inform you that Bifasa will be hosting a march on the 22nd of April, mm -hmm. so FO22. It's the Thursday. Uh, 2021 for the complete shutdown of SAPRA. So these oaks are saying, close it All the way down. down. Uh, these guys have been on Sapra's case for a while. Uh, we're going to be talking to our guest uh, shortly in that. Uh, what do you guys think of this story, hey? You know, it is prohibitively expensive to register with Sapra and have all of the right things in place and your security. And, and I mean, there's an incredibly long list of very expensive requirements in order to get yourself a SAPRA license that a lot of the people who would be members of the Black Farmers Association would, um, wouldn't be able to afford. Yeah, big barrier to entry. And then that does, it does leave it wide open for white monopoly capital and colonization. We don't want the wheat to be colonized. It's filled with green Everybody wall, should be able to grow. Not the politically connected and the everybody, rich. not just those with SAPRA license. Everybody should be able to yes. grow. All the way down uh, to unless the Unless you want to make medicine. So, but Bifasa, I, mean, I have a point. I stand with him. But mm. SAPRA, we need a medicines regulator. 
but if medicine, then they're going to be your boss. Yeah, yeah. but Sabra doesn't need yeah. to have much to do with weed. They can regulate medicinal cannabis, but that's their baby. Let yeah. us all grow it. Exactly. If we don't want to call it medicine, then I don't want to call it medicine. Mine is just a herb. I think you guys are hitting the nail right on the head, yeah, because Pet Red Stupefy are doing this thing, but maybe they're knocking on the wrong door. <laughs> because again, Sapra is about health products and that. So again, if you're going to create health products, there are going to be health product standards, irrespective of it being cannabis. Yeah. Shouldn't they be knocking at Agri and social development yes. <laughs> and those guys because... Should be knocking at DTI. Because are they saying they want to grow weed or they want to grow medicine? Yeah. But it seems like Sapra is also dealing with everything right now because everyone seems to look that way. Mm. <coughs> and they really shouldn't be shouldering as much burden as they are. Mm. <coughs> Not everybody wants to grow medicine. Some people want to grow shirts and socks and biofuel and animal feed and yeah. that should not go anywhere near Sapra. Medicine is a small tiny little slice. Yeah. Of I think the pie. government is also at fault for not putting it out there and making it clear mm. what the licenses are about and why they are there and what they are for. You know, they don't give any explanation. They've never said, if you want to grow weed, go to Sapra and get a license. The government has never really given it their open approval. Yeah. It's all been shady and cloak and dagger, smoke and mirrors all along. Yeah. We are sick of it. No, we don't need that. I understand, but Fasa, uh, they must be upset, you know? Of course they must be. Of course Nobody can be. really legally grow, it's like commercial cultivation, that's what this is about, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, commercial cultivation shouldn't require a license, it should not. Mm. No, I agree. We all know that uh, tea agencies are going to apply. Existing regulatory practices, uh, what's all the things, GMP, SOP, uh, GAP and all that. These things are going to apply yeah. across the various <coughs> industries, so yeah. it feels like a license is this inappropriate barrier to entry. What? <laughs> TV licenses are a joke, car licenses are almost a joke, post yeah. is a joke. Um, the post office is closed down, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe we can kind of lean on these existing industries to show the way a bit. But yeah, it does feel like they're barking at Sapper's door, but I feel a bit, not sorry, but I just feel like Sapper might be a bit cornered. No, they should let go of it. It shouldn't be their responsibility. Mm. What other crop do you need a license for? Maybe wild garlic, because some gentlemen were also, or, oh, or yeah. human beings, they were arrested for harvesting wild garlic. Yeah, I, I heard that story. Mm. What, is that a new ethos strain? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Garlic breath. These, <laughs> but human beings were arrested and jailed for harvesting wild garlic, which you can buy in any nursery. Dale, what did you think about this, dude? Look, they do have a very good point, of course. Uh, I've spoken to like some people who have more of an opinion about it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and people are f being treated unfairly, you know? It's not even just the business aspect. It's like, those guys have a business and license, yes, and they're making millions, but that guy on the streets is still being arrested. You know what I mean? It's like, leave the, leave the guy alone, don't arrest him. At least... <laughs> like arresting somebody but the other guy who's doing it 10 times higher you're letting him go that's just at a human moral point that that isn't right there shouldn't be any licenses you know? issued uh, while they're arresting no, people that's exactly i was waiting for you to say those words the arrests Charles. need to stop who has the right to license else? this plant there's all this high level discussion about compliance and all that you know but 
they slurrest people. Uh, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Yeah. And who's going to want to really but the, get involved in the But the privileged in weed, I like to call it privileged like weed, yes. it gets to be grown, you know, in acres, fields of green. Like, all, like... Yeah, fields of green for some. For some, yes. Privileged. The riches are politically connected. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's unfair. Because who's getting the tender? You're not even going to be able to grow for yourself. Who's yeah. getting the tender to give the tenders? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's one of those things. But I think these are, it sounds like the past, so they know the name of the game, not yeah. just in this, but in agriculture mm. and that. But it would be amazing to see these guys get the opportunity to bring bank to the streets. Yeah. They are upset because the government won't let all farmers grow cannabis because yeah. there's lots of farmers that want to grow and compete. Let them compete and after a few years we'll see who will stick to their guns and who's good at it. You know? mm. Give us a chance. Exactly. Yeah, it's like they're trying to build it from the top mm. down. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're regulating um, you know, the, 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 the growing instead of the end product and that's, that's what's wrong. So yeah. Now, even on the chat, they're saying, Gerber the Gardener saying, that's exactly what got me. When I saw all these sites that are currently, uh, have licenses, and how can this be allowed while so many growers are still being arrested, for and even just for possession? It's ridiculous. Now, that barrier for entry is super high. You, know, you need to have like two years of agricultural experience, and the tick boxes uh, just go on and on and on. Mm. But judging by the face, Facebook groups, there's one thing that everyone unanimous, unanimously agrees on arresting people over is fucking rogue males. <laughs> this season, Oaks are moaning about the pippage. So, are yeah. we ever going to get to a point where we do say, damn it, maybe we do need to license this because Oaks are just hoying <laughs> boys everywhere? Rogue males? What's that? Male plants. Oh, people that are unsure, yeah, of what. Uh whether they've got males or females. Well, in America, they already declaring certain sites and free sites. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Guys can grow cannabis and, and, and. So, because there's guys who rely on making seed and there's guys who want to grow. It might be their only way forward. <laughs> but now even the guys in the cannabis game, they're going to have to battle each other because I'm growing flour and just across the hill, my neighbor's starting his seed bank or his new seed line or whatever. You know, so... How do we share this space? Is that going to drive people indoors? Well, that's not, not a thing. So now the guy, maybe there's a limitation on the guy making pollen, and who wants to use pollen, he can grow it in a greenhouse where he can be sure that very little pollen comes out, you know, and at least not fuck up his neighbor's crop. Yeah. And just be nice. You know, 100% is a different story, but I mean... Mm -hmm. You can put a filter uh, on your extraction fans, that's the thing. Cool. You know, there is a middle ground in there. So, uh, guys, before we get on to this week's high five, yes, please remember to vote in the Zoll poll. Uh, would you harvest early or rather risk it for a better crop? Potentially lose it all, eh? Uh, like, share, subscribe, and please tag us, hotboxshow.co.za on Instagram. Shaul saying, we have got too few entries. Shaul, tell the people. We've Shaul got so many people. goodie bags. They line up. It's this long row, and people must win them, but we can't have the same five people that enter every week. You know? Yeah. These things are up for We grabs. love those same Take one photo every week. Yes. Take one photo and tag us, and you could win. There's not that many entrants, so you have a very big chance to win if you enter now. Well, if you enter right now, it's going to be for next week. Uh, so, guys, our high five guest this week is Anele. Uh, she's a traditional healer that has been previously arrested. Uh, Joe, you, you know a little bit about Zanele. So, Zanele. Um is a traditional healer 
and we heard about her story. She was arrested in, Charles, correct me if I'm wrong, it was in November 2019? November, December 2019, it, yeah. It was one of the cases that was in the Sunday Times and made the media. Yeah, really dramatic with the Hawks, you know, like yeah. lights, camera, action kind of all to do about nothing. warrants and things yeah. like that, yeah. So um, we actually spoke about this in, in a previous Hotbox show as well. <clears throat> and we basically just want to catch up with, with Gogo Zanelli and see how it's going, catch up with where they are in the case. Um, yeah, it's been over a year and I believe they only recently dismissed their case, you know. Mm. So many of these cases get postponed for months and then they all get dismissed and struck off the roll. Yeah. The Indeed. only problem is still the police. The courts seem to have caught up with what the law actually the means. Prosecutors mm. are the prosecutors no, they, they at least do their, their homework and they do some reading. Mm. Uh, pity they can't send out notifications to the police because the police obviously don't seem to, to read their, the their circulars and, and, and they don't uh, get directives. Them. Yeah, yeah the, the fax machine ran out of ink a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. and electricity. Is <laughs> Gogo go there? She's not here yet. Okay. Okay, uh, we can. She was connected, but uh, we lost her and I've asked her to reconnect. Okay, great. Okay, we can great. we can buy a minute because there was another a sneaky CBDNN story. Apparently, like seventeen thousand people got their medical cannabis cards in the UK. I know, right? Makes, How exciting! But this makes no sense. The story. That uh, so, uh, Joe, you mentioned. I read the story on that. Uh, apparently, seventeen thousand people got their medical cards. I saw guys on YouTube all about it. They already say that police have been pulling over people out of just out of curiosity to see the cards. Yeah, but. I don't know how legit these cards are. So, I mean, so how you, fast is it going to be before somebody starts making false cards, cloned cards? I know, it'll be very easy. That would be a problem in South Africa, very, very easy. fast. So yeah, these doctors basically <laughs> can prescribe cannabis, something that they can't do yet in South Africa as far as I know. But we can you know, with the section 21. That. Yeah, it's but it's super, super tricky. You, you know, it's almost impossible. So uh, in the UK though, you get a card, and that means you can have weed on you. It doesn't mean doesn't say where the weed is from, it just gives you the permission. So you can even have street weed as long as you have the card. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 I don't think they've got any yeah, look, way to differentiate between what pharmacy weed and, and mm -hmm. homegrown weed. <clears throat> I think that's what they're trying to address, is they say people, because they've kind of made medicinal weed legal in, in the UK. But they say there is a supply issue because technically to get it is a mission. And how do you get it? And what is medical weed? So it seems like they're letting people do this decriminalization-ish thing, gray area. But these cards, yeah, like you say, you just print your own, what flies. Yeah. But, but I don't get it, otherwise you're not allowed to Unless possess the weed. Unless there's a QR code or something on there that the cops can scan that links them to a database. Yeah, so if you don't have a card, they arrest you. This is so just <laughs> tropical. Just think about like what that is even saying. Actually, yeah, I've been given permission to smoke, officer. Permission by, a doctor, by who? By a doctor. I don't say by permission a doctor, as a human yeah. being to smoke the plant. They say it's by a doctor. Yeah. So I think it's a bit like California's kind of been yeah. for like 20 years. You know, oh doctor, I've got such bad athlete's foot. Yes, yeah, so a weed, my boy. You know, I spoke to and called me in the morning. It's a bit of that, maybe. Yeah, it still doesn't add up, eh? Mm. You make us you're sick, but I can't. Mm. I'm not sick. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be like that checker <laughs> and that pill mill and wrote a million prescriptions. You're going to get doctors like that writing, just yeah. doing the Zoom call. Yeah, 50, se 50 second consult. 
Yes, you are said. said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I just want to uh, answer Lydia uh, in the um, chat uh, where to post the photos. So that would be hotboxshow.co.za on Instagram. That's where we do the Instagram yeah, tag photos. Us. Yeah, yeah, tag at hotboxshow.co.za. And you win a goodie bag. That's it. Only if your picture's the dankest, though. Well, we, we used to show all of them, but now we've reduced it down to we pick five and then let you go, and then somebody chooses one of those. Yeah, we've had to curate it a bit because you're it's out of hand. I, I I forgot on the show the other day, we said, look at the numbers. There's over, there's like 13,000 yeah. hot box show mm. pictures on Instagram now. It's, it's, uh, it's way out of control. We own the hot box show, like, on Instagram. <laughs> That's, it's us. <laughs> Which is amazing. Mm. This year it's going to be danker than ever because I see a lot of oaks also on Facebook. More than ever I see oaks asking the question, is it ready to harvest? Mm. The year after up. the ruling, a bit. The year after this time. Yeah. Mm. Everyone has grown. Do a lot of people seem to have waited a year to see what happened to the first round of people that mm. like instantly started growing. So. Yeah, yeah. But now nobody's holding back anymore. No, no dude. It's free Because the examples oh, were yeah. set. Yeah. Why? Exactly, why? Why? Why hold back? Mm. It's your right. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. And you don't even need a card for that. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. we do have a card for it. It's called the Bill of Rights. Me? Yeah. No, Constitution. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's our paperwork. Mm. That's exactly yeah. it. That's our permissions. Mm. Cool. Okay, great. So we've got Sonele on the line. Apparently, we've got her back. Tokozani, Gogo. Thank you for coming. Yes, yeah, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Do you want to give us a little bit of a background to your arrest story? When it happened? So, how many plants you had? How long did you end up in, in jail, your husband and your staff? I know that they were in jail a lot longer than you were. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was I was arrested on uh, November 2019. I was not even in my farm. I was at my clinic, and then my husband in a gardener called me to say the police are there in Northwest. And then um, the police called me and they said to me, you know, they want me to come and negotiate. I drove to Northwest. Obviously, the search warrant was wrong. It was addressed to a person unknown to us, and it was given to us um, close to the police station, not when we requested it. Anyway, we were arrested on Thursday. By Friday, the police had published a press release mm. to all media houses, um, you know, saying that, not even alleging, confirming that they found, um, you know, drug syndicate from the Brett's area, from Asin area, I'm a drug dealer, healer. And um, on Friday, also, we did not appear in court. By the time we appeared on Monday, the court was really waiting for us. Everybody wanted to see who drug dealer, healer is. So on our first appearance, obviously, everybody was resentful of us. We were never given a chance. We didn't say anything. They decided to um, uh, to decline the bail. So we went back in. I went in for another seven days. When we appeared the following Monday, then I was given a bail of 10,000 rands. After getting the bail, the other two, my husband and his gardener, were, were sent to Kosimampuru. And then it became difficult because then the lockdown came in 
and then um, I couldn't visit them. The courts, you know, they didn't talk about us. But ever since that appeared in court um, over eight times, because we were appearing in court, but nothing was said. The case would just be postponed uh, to, to this day. We had never been asked to plead guilty or not guilty. Nothing happens. Since we were arrested, we just kept quiet till the case was withdrawn um, last year, October, on the 8th of October, 2020. And then after the case was withdrawn, I went back because as a traditional healer, I am a legal, you know, traditional health practitioner. I yes. give practice number. I tried to tell them that. But they just didn't, you know, they didn't have time to look at anything. So after the case was withdrawn, I went back to the police to ask my my plans. And then they told me that they destroyed my plans. On my farm, it was not only the cannabis plants, my CBD plants that, um, you know, they took. They vandalized my house, obviously. And then they took my other plants, you know, because I use plants such as moringa. You know, there is another organic uh, immune system booster tea that I use. Mm. There are other plants and herbs and roots that they kept, you know, they put all over the place. And then they took some liters of CBD oil that were already prepared. Yes. So, yeah, basically that's what happened. So now as you speak, uh, they said to us uh, they destroyed those plants. When I asked them, how can they destroy them? You know, because according to what they told the court that my plants were worth 1.2 million. Uh, those plants were supposed to be an evidence. Yeah, exactly. No evidence, no nothing. You know, or at least have pictures of those plants. You know, if that's what you know they told the court. Because the reason the court um, refused us pain is because they told the court that this is a high what? It's a high profile case. Um, I'm a syndicate. You know all those things. So. Yeah. Oh, so you're so a gangster drug dealer. <laughs> yes, I'm a drug dealer. And when I got, and you know our people and the whole mentality, when you say to them, this woman is a, a drug dealer, they won't think obviously of, uh, you know, strong drugs like, such as your cocaine or whatever. They think that I'm doing your own, which oh, exactly. was the impression of the people at Breast Court. The way they were looking at me as if I'm killing their children. I'm doing something, I'm doing some nyawupe with cannabis. You know, there was just so much confusion. To an extent that even my colleagues, there was a time they were doubting me, saying to me, why would they call you a drug dealer healer? Of which, you know, sometimes... Sensationalism. Zanele, can you tell me uh, when the police first yeah. bust you and they published all these stories about you in the newspaper, did the media, the press, did they send a journalist to you to hear your side of the story? Or did they just make up what they thought and publish no. it on the side? They did you not. You know, the sad thing is, no, no journalist who contacted me and they knew that I was in heart abuse. And the sad thing was that they're not alleging in the story. They're not saying there are allegations that this person does this. They put my name, fools and Nele, and they, they confirm that the police said they found what's some lab. You know that lab. I don't so know. basically, you, know you were lab. framed. The, the, they forced their their story onto you as the truth. Yes, and they said, um, and they, they and they, there were other stories where they would use my picture, but the story is not my story. You know, it's other story of other people they arrested someone, but they use my pictures as an example on most um, online. And then. 
as I went to court and complained, you know, to my attorney and saying all these things, trying to tell the prosecutor that why they published the story before I even appeared in court, you know, because now the court will be biased. They started removing those stories, but I do have some of some of those stories. Um, and Media 24, and it was on TV, in fact, it was on ENCA. On Thursday, I was arrested on Friday evening. That's where my family saw me on ENCA, oh. calling me a drug dealer healer from so not even the, not even the That's television. That's how my family found me. Not even the television asked you for your side of the story? No. Not ENCA? No, because they know that I'm not going to do anything. They do it all the time. Yeah, ENCA, and then it was SABC. Mm -hmm. SABC sent it to their radio stations, like Mutwedding, because if I'm like up to six, seven radio stations, and then they sent it to Media 24. Yeah. It was on daytime as well. Like, they tried to build a case, you know, against me, like, framing me, you know, so that everybody can just say, yes, she's done it. So can you imagine the court? The court looked at me, and then they saw this drug dealer. So are you going to be suing the arresting officers for unlawful arrest? Well, in February, <clears throat> I tried to lodge my case with the Constitutional Court. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it was difficult for any attorneys to believe me, you know, because, of course, I'm a journalist, you know, by profession, and I'm a producer, you know, a TV producer. So, and I mean, I've, I've covered stories on law, the courts, and all that. Mm. So, when I went to the Constitutional Court, I went under the direct access, yes. and then my case was accepted, I got a case number and everything, and then four months later, they dismissed my case on basis that I was representing myself because I didn't have an attorney who wanted to accompany me. They said to me, too soon, of which I understand. My case was still at the press court, but my, 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 my complaint, the reason why I went to the constitutional court was that I already knew that the judge and the prosecutor are biased. They would yes. just hear what the police are telling them. And it was, it was, there was no fair even listening or anything. You know, they just assumed. That so, so they conspired no. together, the court and the police, they conspired together to, to, to present this lie and the media helps them to, to publish what exactly. they say the truth is. The media should be publishing apologies with your face attached to it. Yeah, to they say, just as guilty as not the police. A dealer. But let me tell you what I did. Hmm. Because at that time I was still the executive of CDC and a representative of uh, traditional healers at CDC. Yes. We went to ENCA because I was very angry and I wanted to ask them, how can you not even call me? Or try to send a journalist to visit me and say, is it true? Because right from the beginning, the, the arrest was unlawful. It's a private space, it's far. I had grown according to a document I had from SAPRA mm -hmm. because we had meetings and the police. So, you know, it was a safe space and as in hemp. You know, so I needed them to prove that how can I deal with him while I'm making products with it. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, anyway, I don't know, it was just, they were just trying to make it complicated. And what made me suspicious, on the day of Paris, they were not really willing to arrest. They wanted 30,000. They wanted money. They were searching for money. So not, find, not finding money. I said to them, I'm not going to give you anything because I know that what I'm doing is right. And I said to them, you know, according to law and the meetings I had with the police, you can't arrest me. Take a note, take pictures, you know, go and investigate, you know, before you come and arrest me. Because, but by then they vandalized the house, they were angry, you know, that I'm saying something like that. So, and you don't have money yeah. Yeah, and there's so, and, and, and money I'm lying saying, around. I had 
clinic. I had a clinic, I have patients. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a patient who was in the middle of treatment. That patient passed away um, during this arrest. And I shut down my clinic because I couldn't pay rent. You know, like my life is like, I don't know what to begin as we speak. I went to Sapra when I came back. I said, okay, fine, do me proper papers. Let me pay for the permit. It's not, it's not us, it's agriculture, no you. It's Department of Health. I went to Department of Health. I said, okay, fine. Since I have this, just write me a little letter because if this thing is not on the bill, on, 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 yeah, on, the, on the proposed bill or on the act, on the cannabis bill or cannabis act, police said to us they will regulate us like private people because there's no such writing that says exclude traditional healers. So I feel like we are caught up in these you know, lawmakers saying things but not communicating to each other and not knowing really what they are doing. That's and exactly then we become right. the victims and it is like that. No, but they know that we will not sue. So do you think the government actually cares about traditional healers? No, they don't. Um, I'll tell you why. Uh, right now, okay, uh, last year I was, when I was arrested, I was in the interim structure of the council, the actual council, yes. THPC council. Um, so that interim structure, of course, we dismantled it, you know, because it wasn't working. But then we, I wrote uh, some emails, I'm communicating with healers, I have so many healers uh, from different regions, organizations and leaders. I've written a letter to CRL you know, asking them to, you know, encourage the minister, you know, to sit down with us and allow us to have this council. Because it's not only the issue of medicines, you know, that we are being, um, you know, controlled on and restricted on. There are a whole lot of things that are going on that we feel as traditional healers, we need to have a structure, mm -hmm. we need to have a say, we need to have a voice, we need to be taken seriously. But they're just, I think there's some tactics to ensure that it doesn't happen so that it becomes like this, you know, nobody cares, it's a small thing and that's it. It's, it's, it's really sad because we really should be treasuring and protecting our indigenous knowledge systems, RKS, and that's exactly traditional healers and working with the plant medicines. And it's disgusting that they're preserving culture. Arrest a traditional healer for a plant. I know. Yeah. In 2020. Oh, you're saying that? Did you see that about three days ago they arrested some poisons for garlic? Yes, yeah. we saw that, and yeah. we are livid about that. How, How did you arrest somebody for something that you can buy from a garden centre? So next time, what are they going to say? Spinach and onion? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, now they're going to come raid our gardens right. for tomatoes. Yeah, just <laughs> like we're trying to... Just like we're not... African potatoes. If they find with these things, of which they are, they are ridiculous. And you know, right now... The Musoniani that was proposed for, for COVID, um, it's kind of like they want to regulate it. They're saying it's strong, we can't use it, stories. And I'm thinking as traditional healers, if we keep quiet with these issues, I wonder what is going to happen. We'll not be allowed to use any medicine, any plant, any herb, anything whatsoever. Exactly. No, You're going to end up control. having to go and get your medicines from Dischem or a pharmacist. Absolutely, Sorry, yes. But, or grow your own. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Now, the government needs to be more pro. Um, if, you grow, if you grow your own, if you grow your own, then you need a permit and then you need a license from SAPA, you know, to just add other things and say, I don't know, I, I don't know. There's just no recognition, no respect of indigenous people, their plants, their herbs, anything that they use, you know, so mm -hmm. that's my problem with that. 
There's no respect for that ancestral knowledge. <coughs> yeah. You know, yeah. eventually a few generations, where will that knowledge still be? That's the question. You got to have that voice to still stand up for that knowledge to pass it down. You know. It's true. I know it's hard. We try, but um, I thought that CRL maybe you know because they represent you know the language, religion, culture, and whatever they would take this thing seriously. But it seemed like you know this whole thing is becoming political. You know, I asked them for venue so that we can do a workshop as traditional healers, so that we understand exactly what is the act saying, what is it that we don't want with the act, so that by the time we formulate the council, we understand what is that we need in the act and what is that we don't need. Mm -hmm. But then they refused to offer us a venue. I got a venue, though, um, at some municipality. So I'm just trying in bits and pieces of ways, but it's just hard and um, it's exhausting. I feel like I don't know what to do. No, it is exhausting. It is, it's, like, it's like fighting against the wind, basically. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We're going to need to continue our conversation in coming weeks and see how we can help you at Fields of Green for All to, to sort of give you whatever boost you need. Help wise. Okay. But I think in the meantime, yeah, we, we're going to have to move on to our next topic. Zanele, it's been amazing talking to you. Thank mm. you so much. Really informative. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I can see in the chat the people are on your side. They're angry. They're like, come on, man, this is unfair. This is. Stop the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Stop the cops. Stop the cops. <laughs> you need you. to stop the cops. Please have a blessed <laughs> evening and thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat soon. Thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you. Well. Okay. Cheers. Even if we're going to regulate our medicine, it shouldn't have anything to do with the police. You're right on there, Dale, because... Because, like, I mean, yeah, you don't want people taking medicine that's, yeah, that's like bone right or no, exactly no, things like that. You still want to make sure yeah. the medicine is okay for people to consume. Yeah. yeah. So regulation, yes, but to, to put a license on, on a product like that doesn't make sense when she's not bagging it and sending it in the streets she's no. mixing it in teas and with other plants i mean the fact know? that somebody died is a direct result of the police's actions yeah. i mean they may have just beaten this person to death like they've done with many other rastafari yeah. you know at the end of the day it's always kind of boiled down to one denominator for me should police be arresting people for growing cannabis, whatever their motivation is. Police should have nothing to do with cannabis. Are there not a million other things yeah. police mm. should rather be doing? Yeah. How many mm. murders a day? Yeah, I'm exactly. not saying that every yeah. oak has to every go stand in the front. Every three minutes a woman or child yeah. is raped. No, there are 58 murders a day. The no. They must go stand in the front. Yeah, yeah. No, that's You're their right, job. Dude. They so literally paid to do that. that. Mm. That's, yeah, they swore an oath to yeah. protect the public. The weed is just a convenient distraction. Yeah, it's easy. When it's not easy, numbers, and it's easy pocket easy. money. Mm. <coughs> They're driven by numbers. Yeah. <laughs> we need 50 dockets opened every month. 50, okay, cool. Yeah. Every weekend we get 15, there we go. Yeah. 40 of them are for weed. <laughs> for whatever. For whatever. whatever. I don't whatever. even need to prove it, because, again, I'm asked only to open the docket. Yeah, how many arrests are the police fake? I'm not asked yeah, exactly. to... <laughs> yeah, we I'm did not this. asked to follow it through all the way and get prosecutions. That's no, a different number. No, that doesn't even happen with weed now, because yeah. the courts will throw the cases but out. as long as the police... Just the arrests. Arrest, arrest, arrest. 60, 80, whatever number it is, dockets a month, then... It's a really sad life. Them. See, we are policing the streets. Here we picked up X, Y, and if Z. If you yeah. earn your bread and butter by faking arrests, you are a sad it's sack. Sadly. That's who we rely on. You know, we rely on them. 
and to act like a robot and, and when you see other plants growing amongst the cannabis like that you know that there's medicine there being made and you still you still go and destroy everything that's that's not humane at all doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if it's medicine him or just for getting grilled doesn't matter what it is N none Should of us own explanation yeah <laughs> technically <laughs> But alas, as we see the wheels turn slowly, and also as we're seeing it, can have a huge impact. This shit can mess your life up. Yeah, we talk to these people, in a way we become almost immune to it, because we hear these stories so often. But when you're that person going through that, when they arrest you on that Thursday evening, because then they know it'll be Monday when you see the court. Exactly. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> you know? And they had the, the misluck of having that, getting caught just before COVID. Mm. And delay, delay, delay. Oh, lockdown. Mm. Hmm. Enough. But Joe, you say we're going to chat to Mertz. So yeah, we're going to quickly <laughs> chat to Mertz. We're going to uh, chop up our uh, <laughs> usual... Um, 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 what's the word? Fuck, English. Sequence of events. Yeah, sequence of events. That's the... Th <laughs> Script. Somebody takes the toes away from me. Wait. Mm. Storyboard. Myrtle is going to be giving us the Fields of Green for All update today. Kef, man. How you doing, Mertz? Hey, I'm doing fine. Hello from the couch. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, we decided to make the theme of this week's show to gratitude to our cannabis community. And I think that uh, we've shown in uh, the interview with, with Sanele that we, we really, really are an amazing, amazing community. And during, uh, during difficult times, and particularly because we know of the reality of the arrests, people really stick together. Mm. And, um, and I just thought we'd just reflect a bit about that. And we really are very, very appreciative at Fields of Green for All for all the support that we've that we get from our affiliates, mm -hmm. our affiliate organizations, um, our international affiliates. Uh, it's, it's been tough times, particularly financially for Fields of Green for All because we lost our, our D-Day event two years in a row. And um, the affiliate contributions pay the bills every month. So really, really, thank you so much. And the organizations pay uh, in their own way too. Um, we know that uh, the TNHO uh, lost Gogo Pepsile uh, just two months ago, mm -hmm. and uh, that the organization is really, really struggling, and we're reaching out to them to see that how, how we can help, because we're all the non-profit organizations, and we know that the South African Cannabis Industry Trade Association has just joined our list of organizations, nonprofits that are doing their works in different ways. Mm -hmm. For example, the Trade Industry Association have just um, dispatched a letter to the president, of which there were some very, very imminent sign-ons to that letter, and that letter is going off and hopefully is going to create some impact. And um, now all of a sudden the Department of Trade and Industry have called a workshop. And the amount of people that got invitations to this workshop was absolutely astounding. And there in our inbox in Fields of Green for All was an, was an invitation to engage with the government. Right. And um, we're really, really right. grateful to all of those organizations out there who are plugging away. Mm. Um, the Ims and Fubu Farmers Support Network put in a brilliant, brilliant uh, um, uh, reply to the, the cannabis bill that we all hate so much. Mm. Um, so, and our international affiliates are bashing away on the international level. Kenzie and Michael who have been on the show have been talking to the INCB and that's the International Narcotics Control Board 
who, it just so happens, have just appointed a Secretary General who's a South African and who was a member of the old sun-up drug squad during the apartheid days. And now he's the head Mm -hmm. of the INCB. So we found this out through Kenzie and Michael. And Kenzie's in Barcelona, Michael's in Virginia, and Amy is in Mexico. Mm. And Amy is really... really, excited and a bit confused at the news that our South African Cannabis Expo is going to Mexico. (laughs) So so it's amazing how our international community are working with us and working beside us every single day. We have our international groups that are always firing off amazing research that is coming through and events that are happening. And so uh, today there was questions, an open mic question session with the INCB. And uh, Kenzie and Michael brought up the question about the traditional use of cannabis and how this fits into the whole pharmaceutical arena that seems to be what's happening on an international level. And so our fight going forward with the internationals is uh, for a traditional use of, it, of our medicine because that's the next box that they've got to tick. So that was quite a sort of tirade of gratitude. And I just want everybody to know that even though um, not everybody knows what's going on all the time, uh, there is lots going on and the cannabis community is really, really pulling together. And I'd like to just thank the Fields of Green for All team and the Hotbox Show team for, you know, for really just keeping it topical and keeping it going and and being there every single Thursday night. Um, I think that that's why we decided to just slip in this bit of, of gratitude. And then... Um, Uh, The last thing that I wanted to just announce, and it's sort of two weeks late, is that uh, Fields of Green for All has put in uh, a request for proposals for the Cannabis Master Plan, the National Cannabis Master Plan. And what we have proposed is that our manifesto be used as a guiding document for that master plan. And now there is a workshop with the government around the master plan, a webinar. And uh, so we really are poking our, our noses there. And if you see any articles about the master plan, we know that it's been announced all over the world. Prohibition partners who are kind of a bit of our nemesis, but who do ultimately support what we do, uh, produced an article on their blog about fields of green for all um, uh, applying to be part of the master plan. So we just hold thumbs and um, and just keep being grateful for all the support that we have yeah. uh, from all over the world and all the way down into our own lounges. So that's the Fields of Green update. And thank you to the crew for, for continuing to fly the flag. Well, we couldn't do it without your support, Myrtle. Thank you so much for everything you do. Gosh, the hardest worker of the whole crew. <laughs> Indeed, we've had loves all around. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and to Thank choose to rather be positive about everything, yeah. Mm, mm. Great. Well, thank you so much, Mitz. It was awesome to find out all the things that are happening. Gosh. Yeah. And it's a big thank you to those who put their money where their mouth is and support the work that Fields of Green for all does. <coughs> you know, it's, you know, not everyone always sees eye to eye. 
and not like everyone's always on the same script, but everyone's pushing forward. And it's nice to see that there's so many guys who've also just got their skin in the game, supporting industries and this and that, and things you wouldn't even think that, that you don't even know that you need yet. Yeah, uh, people are putting in effort everywhere, and it's beautiful to see. It's come a long way in the last five years, because five, ten years ago, it was pretty barren out there. Eh? It was. Mm -hmm. So this uh, webinar that's coming up that the government is hosting about the Cannabis Master Plan is open to the public. So I would encourage everybody to please attend and put in your five cents. Register. And, Register. and, and even say there that you think that Fields of Greens' uh, manifesto should be used as a guide for the yeah. master plan. Vote it up. We're all going to be there. Vote it up, please. Yeah, stand by us. Affirmative. Mm. Cool. Yeah, we'll post on social media about the webinar probably tomorrow or the day after. I'm pretty sure we will, yeah, coming yes. up. But it's easier than ever to have your say like uh, in a post-pandemic way, that's kind of a benefit. Mm -hmm. Before yeah. you would have had to have got on a mission and taken a day off and this it's and that. Like boring, just, uncomfortable room. You know, mm -hmm. zoom in from anywhere, hey? It's amazing. So guys, please like, share, subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, tag us, hotbox.co.za. Hotboxshow.co.za. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and then before we get onto this week's shit or lit, the Zol poll, mm -hmm. would you rather harvest early or risk the rot? Joe, you brought something big and interesting. Oh, you're gonna have to wingman so Joe here, guys. You're gonna have to wingman me a little bit. So what we have is a trim bag. It comes in this beautiful little compact bag, so it packs away nicely <coughs> for storage. But yet, when you open it up. It's like a backpack for your weed. <laughs> you can fit up to 900 grams inside this bag. And what's the purpose of this bag? So the purpose of the bag is you put your weed inside the bag and then you close the zip. We're going to do that. We've got some weed here to do it with. Now show us the pool there. What it looks like. And we'll take that up to the camera a little bit. On the... Yeah, man. Mm. Oh, we've got the dank can there. We can use yeah. the, the dank can. Let's get for this, man. Uh, what that bud looks like, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, what the bud looks like. Yeah. We've got two rounds of bud that are going to go in. Okay, wait. So you can see it's like definitely not been trimmed. <laughs> Leafy F. Leafy F. Um, and then we've just got a big old bag of trim. <laughs> We roll bag of So we're going to throw this in and see what comes out. Um, do we want to yeah. see the inside of the bag before? Yeah, let's have a little shot, man. Yeah. Wingman us here, Dale. Come camera van, man. That's <laughs> like right. bags of our lives, man. The bags of our lives. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, great. So it opens up the top here. Obviously, this is your thingy that's going to help it um, separate the weed from the from the leaves. So okay. you throw your weed in here, which I'm going to now do. You throw all the weed in. One of it. Like I said, it takes up to 900 grams. And should it be dry? This is dry-ish. It's kind of humid in Joburg. This is as dry as it's going to get at the moment. It's yeah. crispy on yeah. the outside. We did, we did try and make sure it was dry as possible. Right, so this is super simple. Now we close that up. Get that we got We got handles on this side. Oh, this is good. We got handles on this side. There is also 
in case for people who may be disabled and missing some hand, there's like a little spot that you can just throw your hand inside here. So if you're a bit weak in one hand, and basically this, you spin it 15 to 30 times. Somebody count. Three. <laughs> And it's as easy as this. Now the guys oh, at we'll African Smoke Room were telling me that um, <laughs> one of the people that bought this phoned them and said it was amazing. He'd been going through 250 grams a day to trim. And um, was that 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy had gone from trimming 250 grams a day to trimming four kilos a day. Which I find absolutely amazing. That saves hours. Otherwise, saves hours. Now you want to keep it flat like this. Actually, you want to just not spin it. You just want to hold it and yeah. just go like that, 90 degrees with your front part of your arm. Okay, like that's it. That's what you want. You want to curl it. You don't want to spin all it. All you want. Just you want to curl it. So correct it. form for all your oaks. So what trims it? Are there blades inside or? Uh, it's a mesh. It's a mesh screen. Okay, show us what we've got there. Okay, now we're going to have, we've got two little buckies waiting. So, in the first one we're going to put the trim. Let's do the bigger one in the trim. For, to get the trim out, we're going to open the bottom of the bag. Oh, we're gonna make There's a, a little. No, let's get the nugs out first. We're gonna get the nugs no, out. Yeah, no, get the nugs. Trim. Because when we empty it out, then the trim is gonna fall through the screen. So you're supposed to get as far as okay. I know. Okay. Do this to get all the. Well, let's make carpet weed. Yeah. <laughs> Try name at least. So out here comes the leaf. Pretty leafy. Right? So there will be your trim. Ready to be it does look like dab. trim so far. It does look like trim so far. Now and we can then make let's dab. put the next one up. Um, I think that there's probably more trim in there, but I think it did anything though. It did something. Wow, there's some nice buds in there, mm -hmm. but. I think we need to give it a bit more twirl. We need to give it a bit more but twirl because of the humidity it's in made Joburg. A difference. Yeah. It has made a difference. So it won't trim the button. It's only going to delete most of it. So, so it saves hours. It's not. You're not going to finish with the bag. The bag is step one. If it's drier than this, it, it was. It gets pretty close to finished. Yes, but yeah. it, you're still going to need to go over no, it. I'd be very happy with one. I would do trimmer. my weed like that. Yeah. See, some nuts would be better than others. Yeah. yeah. This is very. Then you can manicure it after it's, that. It's it's tough to do because quality of bud will also depend. More leafy will struggle. You know. It's yeah. Bigger buds versus smaller buds. It's not going to always be. You're actually supposed to have twigs as long as 20 centimeters, up to 10 inches. What's that one? It's not going to fall out of the No, I think I closed it. We're just going to dank Ivor this a bit because I think yeah. Joe's on the right track yet. Might want a bit of a shake. Bit of a shake and listen, the butt isn't as dry as it should actually be, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, no. So... The shape of the butt is also very important. Yeah. Stuff that's going to be leafy and 
Fox Stadium stuff. It's looking better already, oh, it's bro. looking much better already. Like, you can see it's doing most of the work. It's, like Rian says, it's not going to do everything. It's just going to do most... It's going to yeah. take a lot of the doing off. So if I... No, and now you're going to run I mean, through that bud, man. Doing this for, yeah, for five or ten minutes with 900 grams is going to go a lot faster than trying there. to get that 900 yeah. grams by exactly. hand with scissors. No, you're going to save hours. Mm -hmm. I think this is... Ready. Mm -hmm. Show us one close there. Nice one, yeah. Show us close there. <coughs> so it just makes the trim quicker. Yeah. yeah there we go. So cool. still got to use scissors after this, but oh, yes. it'll be a bit quicker. Hours. As long as I turn your buds into... Uh, no, just do a, no, a no. quick manicure. I mean, really, yeah, that's... Unless you're happy with a rough trim like that, then your buds yeah, are basically ready. Yeah, it really has. If you're happy with the bottom, <coughs> then you're there. I'm going to see how much more trim I'm getting off the bottom of this. Doing a lot of the job, eh? Yeah. I'm going to hold the top up there for me. Yeah. I'm going to see how much more I can get out of here. It's almost like milking a cow. <laughs> it feels like it's built to do this a few times. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. This is built to last, I'd say. You're gonna put dry trim nugs in your faux show. Quick sticks. Hey, okay. Ross, you don't want to overdo it. I've seen guys just online give it a quick jibber jibber. Twigs, 10, 10 to 25 centimeter twigs. Yeah. Couple of buds on them, and then you put it in there. So Joe, where did you get it? So we've got this one from African Smoke uh, Head Shop in Northcliffe. Very kindly loaned it to us for, so that we could. Uh, Let's show you the that. difference between what comes up the bottom and the top. Just to so say you how can much see. it is. It is like I think like five rand short of five thousand rand, if I remember correctly. It's four thousand nine ninety five. So that's what comes up the bottom, and this is what it leaves behind in the top. Just so you see the difference. Yeah, so it's very good with sugar leaves. Yeah, and and it does the bigger. The the ones, yeah. Yeah. It just takes off the outer layers, and I think that's. Uh, and some people like to leave those little sugar leaves that are like really tight. It depends. You know, yeah. I mean, this stuff you're going to be nut. using to maybe make some BHO or some can of butter or some coconut yeah. oil or yeah. nothing goes to waste. What's it? I'm going to give it a trim bag. Trim bag. Dry trimmer. It looks like it'll it'll last a while as well. It it's will. Durable, it's right? It's really canvas. well made. It comes with a nice protective bag, and in the bag they even still give you um, stuff. Uh, yeah, hemp seed oil to keep the zip, keep the hash out of the zip oh, and things wow. like mm. that. Oh, great. And some stickers. Can imagine it'll gunk up. Yeah, so they really did think of everything. Um, there's quick instruction videos all over YouTube on how to use it. I think it's well worth it. Well, well worth it. I was so excited when I saw yeah, this. Yeah, if you're a home grower and you've got like six really big ladies, you know, or whatever, or eight or ten or twenty, then uh, that's going to make your life a lot easier because, you know, um, yeah. when you suddenly have a lot of stuff to trim, you don't want to invite just anybody to find out how much you have and you know what it's like. Yeah, exactly. Anything that saves me time trimming, mm -hmm. I'm a fan.
Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, in jail. Yo. Smell my hand. You can listen that sentence in jail. Yo. Yo. Probation. That's good behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Time off for good behavior. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll behave well, yeah. Now, even I've been feeling the, the, the stickiness of the trim jail. I'm sure a lot of you oaks can relate out there, hey? Um, that's a key thing. I'm going to be devil's advocate, though. Mm -hmm. How much is it? 4,900, it's either 95 or 65. I, shh, five grand. Basically, yeah, just under five grand. But that's going to last you some years. That's mm -hmm. going to bring you some harvests and... Yeah, instead <coughs> of paying your trommies, yeah, yeah. a couple of hundred bucks a day, you take that into 10, 20 days of paying your trommies, you know, there's the bag already paid for. Now you just need one real good chommy to come help you to pre-sift it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it pays for itself. Yeah. Trim it up tighter if you need to, but I think, again, depending on the bud, if the bud is really good and dried nicely, mm. you will be very surprised of how it comes out. Because I've seen some guys mm. do some hazy stuff, small wispy things mm. on the stick, comes off perfect, ready really? for the jar. Nice. Still on the stick, it's ready for the jar, he's just going to go click off the stick, done, done. Mm. Don't yeah. even have to look at it. Just need that bit of friction. Yeah. I got another trimmer's tip this week. Um, I used to take bicarb with a bit of uh, you know, coconut oil or grapeseed oil or even olive oil. I think I found olive oil smells, but it anyway, gets the trim off your fingers. And then uh, I found out peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Peanut butter? Yeah. Peanut it's butter. It's just because of the oil. Oil. I use canola. Just mm. have a little bucky, dip your fingers in there. Mm. I like the bicarb in the oil. Till you can see the smudginess from the hash actually start moving. Mm. Yep. You just keep separating it, keep separating it, then you go to the sink, just wash it with warm water, soap water, gone. Yeah. Uh, so next branch. Re-oil re it and then you can go. Yeah. Tea tree oil as well. Any oil, just to take, because alcohol Any is going to refine it and like thin it out. Mm. That's yeah. not what you want. You no, want it to actually get off your skin by off. giving it an oil to mm. link onto instead of your skin. Yeah. Yeah. My genie's yeah, dick on that. Uh, she's dick on the canola and the bicarb. She said, put the bicarb and the canola together so you get the gritty with the oil and then a neck of soapy. I just find it funny that people peel that um, uh, stuff off their fingers and then smoke it, you know. It's yeah. almost like, what if you peel a bit of skin and now you're smoking your own skin? In the day of hand sanitizers, I don't think I'm done for finger ash. I'm not going to smoke your finger ash. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit intimate. for you. But with all the hand sanitizer going around, I suppose it's fairly safe nowadays to smoke somebody's skin. So, Charles, would you... You know what, actually, before I even ask, ask that question, I've just thought about it. Like, this thing would be really great for cannabis clubs, uh, private clubs. Sort of all invest in one, and then you've yeah. got it to share amongst each other. Like a timeshare. Yeah. Or like a rental. And would you yeah, spend money on something like that? I mean, Yeah, that I know of clubs that have oil presses as well that's mm -hmm. communal, you know. No, that, that's a cool idea. Yeah. No, I would spend money. Yeah. Yeah. I would spend money on that. Yeah. Ten out of ten, I would spend money out of that. Yeah. I would have to save a couple of months, but then I yes. will It'll be worth invest it in one. Yeah. It well. But definitely the sort of thing that, that if you're in that sort of market mm. or size, it pays for itself very quickly. Because mm. also, you know, you can only wait so long before it needs to go into the jar or the bag or the whatever. Mm. So you can't be waiting for your friends to eventually mm. rock up after they finish their fortnight game yeah. or to smoke more than they could. Yeah, the so it's getting done. That's a tool, and I like tools. So, mm. The way I've been looking at it, because I've been checking out a lot of people harvesting recently, most people harvest a bit more than they anticipated. Yes. You know? So that bag is going to come in really handy. Really, really handy. 
In fact, I can't wait to get one. This is, I do believe, the second last one that they had in the shop, but they're getting stock mm, next jump. week. So cool. keep in mind, you may need to wait a week or so, but they, it's coming, stock is coming. So let's go around the room. Lit. Shit. Yeah, lit. Lit. Lit this week. Lit. Yeah. lit AF. Lit AF. Lit AF. Lit in a bit. Mm. Dude? Yeah, let us fuck. Let us fuck. Yeah. Let us We like it. Let us Yeah. All your mofos at home. I can even make one that doesn't take 900 grams. I'll be happy with one that takes... There's a baby one. Yeah, yeah, a small one would be nice too. Yeah, half size would be nice. I am using it more. Because you were saying it it takes 900 grams. If it takes 900 grams for 5 grand, bargain. Fucking bargain. I'd actually like to see if you actually fill that thing with like 700 grams. Put it through there. How does it come out now? Because we should put maybe, five kilos. Maybe there in, wasn't right? enough for it to actually give you put, the result. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it wants to be loaded. You don't run that thing empty. You actually fill it proper. Otherwise, just sit and trim it by hand. So it's called a dry trimmer. Then, after how many days after harvest would the cannabis be considered dry? As soon as the leaves can go crisp off. Yeah, yeah crisp. Okay. And the it's like they can snap, snap, snap like a yeah. neck. Not like completely off, mm. but they just. Crack, but mm. still uh, yeah. have the mm. plant cellulose holding mm. onto it, so it just it's like a hard bend almost. Yeah, until yeah. then, you that. wouldn't use that trimmer. Well, yeah, only for dry. But it's like the weed that we had in the brown bag no, would have been dry enough, but yeah. it's been rainy for the last couple of days, no, so it's rehumidified. It, that thing will do nothing if you put wet bud in there. No, yeah. absolutely nothing. It'll just smush everything. In That's why I'm surprised it did anything at all because it's humid. Yeah, it's yeah. humid. The bud that we put in there was not the right. Uh, Word. Cool, man. So thank Rubbish. you very much to African Smoke Head Shop. For the food, for the trim bag, for... Then we've got some stickers that we can add into our little goodie bags and things. Cool, man. Thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate it. So, uh, uh, before we get to whatever's next up on the lineup, please vote in this week's Zol poll. Would you rather harvest early or risk it for something danker? What's next, guys? Should we do a bit of Insta Your Grand? Yeah, I Insta think so. Charles, you're the first one back in a while, so I think you're going to have to choose the winner, but let's have a look at some bad Oh, goodness. Okay, oh. let's see. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I'm hooked on this. This is also, these freeze-dried things are so weird, what they have done to the skin. That's amazing. Freeze-dried snacks are so futuristic. I did try the ice cream. Did you try the ice cream? I'm all about the mango. I did the mango. Mango's amazing. I think the fruit's better than the other stuff. Mm. Dr. Turb, you say. Okay, so there's five and I must choose one. Yo, donkeys. Mmm, with the wind chimes. There's a quite juicy colas there. Mm. Mm, that's nice. Mmm, big hands, I know you're the one. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Doc. Hey. Was that five already? No, that's the same two. Is it? Mm. Mm. There, there we, we go. go. Hey, oh, cool. Lego money. Uh, Dusty with the fade. Love it. Yeah, guys, we mm. also threw a bit of fade in the back there, hey, because it tilts nice, the season. Kind of a tilt shift vibe. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> that is so symmetrical, oh. hey. Charlesy Puffs, yeah, that's a great angle. Mm. Nice and clean. That's not but like naturally looking like that. It was scrubbed, right? No, they grow mm. symmetrical mm. like that. That's naturally like that. It's like a yeah. Christmas tree. Just yeah. clean on the inside by the. Of, uh, yeah, mm. but they do have a natural symmetry and they even spiral yeah. a bit in flower. They kick their symmetry out. Yo, I really like all these pigs. Uh, I'm gonna have to say number two would be the wind chimes. <laughs> and number one would be Charlesy Puffs. 
So you like the Dos Donkeys, eh? Mm. That. That's pretty kiff, though. Yeah, it makes it look so big, hey? That's why the sativa there is almost like bamboo. Yeah, yeah it's just that tree. That's right. how you grow hemp. Jack in the. Hey, Motherland Genetics, where is that tent? Huh? In the backyard, man. Yo, it's a nice one. Dr. Turp. I like that one. Yeah. Hasn't he. So dang. Didn't he won, uh, win one week? Uh, it sounds familiar. Yeah, even fires too hard. <laughs> so it's going to be Charles. The wind chimes is great. No, I already said. That's it, eh? Yeah, Charles the big stalk. Charlesy. The bamboo. Or oh, Charlesy. Yeah, Charles, that's from Charlesy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, nice. it's gorgeous. Congratulations! So we will hit you up in the DMs. You'll hit with a goodie bag, and next time we should show the goodie bag to encourage folks. Because I don't know, uh, there used to be so much enthusiasm for Instagram, mm. and lately there's been a bit less. I don't know. Every goodie we should bag go back is to different. the hashtag, should we? Every single goodie bag is a little bit different, <laughs> and it's got a little something different in it. So yeah, you yeah. know, they're not just yeah, but all we exactly can just like same. give people a bit of an this is squish. Just like yeah. some of it, maybe. Just some of the, the hashtags. Sneak peek. Joe, sneak peek, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll organize okay. one for next show. But either way, to the guys who have entered, thank you. To the guys who are still feeding hashtag Hot Punk Show endlessly, thank you for that as well. It's really flattering. I do go on there every once in a while. It's still overwhelming. So much mm. gas. So much All gas. gas. All of it. I just see rails of trichomes this season. So, uh, weekly calendar, John. Weekly calendar. Let's hit it quickly. Um, so, the usual markets that take place every week. Uh, Saturday is the Chronicle Tucker Ramsich Farm Market. Uh, Sunday, uh, that's at uh, Featherbrook Village, uh, Peter Road in Ramsich. Music, entertainment, DJs, food. Um, it's an outing for the entire family. Uh, Sunday the 28th, and then of course Sunday the 4th of April, every week Sunday. Benoni and Gauteng is the night owl market, the Chronicle Tucker night owl market. Um, there's a car wash, you go and enjoy a lovely meal, there's a playground for the kids, there's markets, there's goodies, go and support there. Um, Sundays as well is the Chronicle Tucker Bosheville market, that's at Bosheville Country Estate in Maldersdrift. They have got the farm restaurant there, which is the Cattleman's Kitchen. Uh, they've got refreshing craft brews. There's a beautiful poolside. Kids can spend the day on the jumping castles. I've been there. There's real. It's a working farm. He, he says he jokingly says it's a working farm with a hospitality problem. So Joe, all these markets are cannabis friendly. These markets are cannabis friendly. At at Bosjevel, there is a large nomad tent for your smoking area where no under 18s are allowed. Then coming up on Saturday the 27th is Canna Doodle, and this is at Trees Eco Park in Benoni. Um, book your tickets through Quicket, but this is a doodle Google, doodling Google for your soul. It's a 420 <laughs> adventure through art. Intuitive expression that engages your subconscious creativity to free your imagination. Everyone is creative, nothing you draw is wrong. Join us on the 27th uh, of March for the initiation for the first one. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring along picnic blankets, picnic baskets, make it a day out. And get creative. And the class starts at 11.30 and it's a three-hour class. I think that that's something that's well worth looking into. And that is your weekly calendar for the next two weeks. Ta-da! Woohoo! Dank. Dank. 
And that's pretty much it, except for the poll results, eh? Dope. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, guys, this week's poll was harvest <clears throat> early or risk the rot. Uh, who's got the results? Ta-da, ta-da. Yo, hey, it's pretty polarizing-ish. <laughs> risk it, 38%. Harvest early, 62%. you all are okay. conservative, hey? Okay, Yo, okay, hey. not taking too much risk. Well, you put that much effort into no, the grow yeah. and then you lose all of it. No, it's not worth it. it. Over waiting a week longer, you've been waiting yeah. how many weeks? But no. don't think it's going to rain as much next year as it did this year, so every year is different, you mm. know. That's yeah. the thing. It's that something mm. of something versus nothing Gotta of nothing. Gotta check it yeah. every day. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly it. So guys, please like, share, subscribe, stay lit. Stay safe. Choose happy. Grow your own. Yeah. Know your rights. And know your rights. Know That's your rights. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>